What's up, everyone? It's NFL Week 13, and we're taking a look at FanDuel. This is going to be our FanDuel NFL Week 13 first look. Some late-breaking news. It's early, late. I don't know when you're watching this, but we have a core lock button all in running back in the works for NFL Week 12. So stick around till we get to the running back breakdown where you're going to see an all-in 100% lock button. Bargain that's going to allow us to do whatever we want with our lineups. I am excited for this week. And before we go position by position, which is what we're going to do, look through the whole FanDuel salary algorithm. One cool thing about FanDuel, by the way, and this is really important to understand, is FanDuel's salary algorithm is sharper than DraftKings. So actually, just comparing FanDuel to DraftKings gives you a lot of information each week. Even if you're not a big player on FanDuel or you are, it doesn't matter. It gives you a lot of info in terms of where some of these players should be priced. So without further ado, what I like to do before I dive headfirst into the pricing of the players, just take a quick look at some of the matchups for NFL Week 13. See which games are popping, which team totals are high, which game totals are high, what's competitive, all that good stuff. So let's get started. And looking over here at the Domination Station Optimizer game tile section, you can, and let me, uh, let me make it a little bigger here so you can see. Um, and we are actually, we're using dark mode, which is a new thing that uh, Irish Jeeves, what up, um, told me about. So let me know if you like the visual in dark mode. I, I'm loving it better than the light version that I, I usually look at. So hopefully this comes through a little bit better in the video. But taking a look at these game tiles, here we see we've got these um, Cardinals-Steelers game here uh, with the Steelers coming in with a decent 23 and a quarter point total. That means Steelers players are actually usable here. And it makes sense. The Cardinals defense has been awful, but the game itself has a 41 point total. So I do think we'll be able to get some spots out of that game, but not a ton. Um, Falcons favored against the hapless Jets here, 34 point total. This game is gross. I don't really want anything from this. The total is too low. You know, the running backs, maybe the defense is a little bit, but beyond that, I'm staying away. Um, here we got the Broncos at the Texans. Texans, hottest team of the year so far. Hot, hot offense, super, super um, potent passing attack. You got, got Singletary. So a lot of good things going on with this game. The flip side, uh, Javante Williams on the Broncos. Uh, also the Broncos pass catcher. So everything about this game is really in play for me with its 47 point total. So that's a game we're going to be paying attention to this week. Chargers at the Patriots is up next. 40 point total. That's pretty low. You know, Chargers have just two offensive pieces that have really done anything, and it's mostly been Keenan Allen. All the wide receivers are hurt. All Everybody's hurt on the Chargers. The running back hasn't done a ton so far. So we'll see how this one goes. But Keenan Allen priced up a little bit high, uh, but he has just been a monster. So it's never a don't play Keenan, even in a potential blowout situation. And I don't even know what's going on with the Patriots at this point. Who's the quarterback? Is it Mac? Is it Bailey? They're going to find someone else. I, they're a mess. They're a mess. Only Ramondre is of interest on the Patriots. Dolphins at the Commanders, 49 and a half point total, highest total of the slate. Uh, Dolphins, 40, 29 and a half point team total high on the slate. And, and the Dolphins can pour on the score in this one. I have a feeling they will. Will it come from the running backs? Will it come from the wide receivers? Tyreek, it's hard to know. Everybody can score on this team, so it's a little tricky. But of course, Tua and his pass catchers, certainly Tua and Tyreek is in play. We'll need that super value running back that I'm going to talk about at the end of this or when we get to the running backs um, to afford to a Tyreek stacks, but that player exists and hopefully we'll find some other value as well to make it work. 
Lions at the Saints, 45 and a half point total. This game, this game looks pretty good on paper, too. Nothing wrong with it. Um, Lions side, uh, pass catchers, Jared Goff might be playable. Uh, Saints are kind of decent against the run. Of course, we'll get the power rankings and all that stuff later in the week. So we'll get a better sense of the matchups themselves. But certainly the Saints are an interesting team this week um, at home. Facing the Lions, um, everybody's hurt on the Saints. Olave, concussion, Shahid, concussion. So there might be some cheap offensive pieces to pull from the Saints side, or maybe they just go crazy to Kamara. So we'll keep that thought in mind. It's not as much going on here for Fandles, I'd like. But on the Lions side of this one, I think, you know, Goff and his pass catchers with the, with the Saints kind of good against running backs might be interesting. We'll see. Um, Colts at the... Titans, this has a 42 and a half point total. Um, really close game. Really close game. Um, I like a lot of the pieces from the Colts in this one. And uh, just Minshew and the two pass catchers, both guys over double digit targets. This is all they throw to is Downs and um, Pittman. So that's good. And uh, I'm not even going to talk about the running back situation. Got a spoiler in there. And then um, on the Titans side, Derrick Henry is about the only thing that's been of interest. Is this another game? Maybe to look at Will Levis again. I don't think so. Um, Panthers at the Bucks. Not much fantasy goodness to be had in a game like this. Outside of Rashad White, you want to play running backs against the Panthers. So Rashad White, we'll we'll see where he's priced and how that looks. San Francisco at the Eagles, 46 and a half point total. Listen, this is a high total game. Uh, a lot of um, divisional repercussions going on here. This is maybe for the number one seed. So I think both of these teams are going to bring it. And I'm excited to play players from both sides of that game. Um, both offenses, super play. I get that the 49ers have a good defense. doesn't matter. Throw it away. Divisional matchup. And, of course, the Eagles stop the run, which means the 49ers passing offense is very, very interesting in this one. And that's, uh, that's a big part of my focus this week. Uh, Cleveland at L.A., 39.5-pointer. Better to stay away from that one. So let's shift over to FanDuel, and again, dark mode. What up? Looks pretty good. Uh, let's see if I can't... Yeah, we'll go like that there. And so what we're going to do now is go through FanDuel, player by player, position by position, just get a sense of who's popping, where where people are salaried, and we'll create a first-look lineup around it. Um, if you're enjoying this video so far and you're appreciating some FanDuel content, which it's just not done a ton, let me know in the comments section below. And also, if you could smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. We have DFS content all through the week. Now, before I really get into the player by player, I want to remind everybody that um, this week, DFS Army launched Sleeper coverage for the Proptimizer tool. Sleeper app, you probably play your fantasy football leagues on that. But there's also a Pick'em game in there that's really awesome. And we've added coverage for the Sleeper Pick'em game to our Proptimizer tool. One great thing about that game is Sleeper puts out promotional props every, almost every day, just about every single day. There are promotional ones. So it's basically just like betting props on a sports book. They need to be parlayed together to create a DFS sort of approach. But uh, you want to use their promotional ones. And we use the Proptimizer tool to pick out the best spots. It's been really great. If you're a DFS Army subscriber, you know, Will In and Sniper and the whole props crew are putting out tickets for Sleeper every single day. Um, so if you have it, great. If you're not and you want to check out Sleeper, uh, if you're not currently subscribed to DFS Army, it'll get you a free month of DFS Army VIP. You just have to let us know. You sign up, use promo code DFS Army, screenshot it, send it to support at DFS Army, say, hey, I want a month of VIP. Th that's only not, that's not for current subscribers. If you're subscribed 
to DFS Army at the moment, then and not the YouTube, I mean the 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 website and the Discord and all that. If you're subscribed, we will send you a DFS Army T-shirt, swag tee. What everybody loves the swag, you'll get the swag tee or a hat if you want as well. We got all the swag that you need when you sign up for Sleeper with promo code DFS Army. So you sign up, go to your Sleeper app, go to the Pick'em game. My suggestion is do 100. They'll match 100 with code DFS Army. So you have $200 in your sleeper account. You can play the parlays, uh, play the tickets that the guys are dropping, or use the Proptimizer tool at DFS Army to crush on sleeper. You'll love it. All right, let's talk FanDuel here. And right at the top of the salary chart, we've got Jalen Hurts at 9K. Understandable, most expensive. Interesting that on FanDuel, Hurts and Tua and Herbert and Stroud are all just about the same price. But here, the Hurts... Pricing is a little bit above the rest of them. Makes sense. I like Jalen Hurts this week. It's not the greatest matchup. Doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to build this lineup around him, but I like him. Atua, 8,400. Again, great spot. The Dolphins are going to pour the points on the Chargers here. I just don't know how they're going to do it. Will it come through the air? Will it come via the rush? Tough to know. So um, probably more of a tournament play for me at this price because he really needs to smash. He needs to get almost 30 fantasy points to um, return value here. Herbert at New England, I'm probably going to avoid him. Um, Stroud at home against Denver. This is a spot that I love. And since I did not do a Stroud lineup on my DraftKings first look, let's do a Stroud lineup here on FanDuel for our first look. But that doesn't mean I want to stop looking over these QBs. So we're going to build around Stroud here. But we'll talk about the rest of these guys. Brock Purdy, good spot, 7,800. Um, again, Purdy on Fandle, a much on DraftKings, a much better play. He's got a thousand dollar gap between him and Stroud. So I, I did play him on DraftKings in my first look QB because again, great situation. Eagles are a team you need to throw against. It's harder to run. So it sets up perfect for Purdy, Purdy to Ayuk stacks, everything. I love that spot. Kyler Murray, he's fine. 7,700 didn't rush a, a ton last week, um, which is concerning. Uh, Jared Goff, 7,600. Good total. Saints can kind of stop the run, so it might force him to pass a little bit more. I think Goff is only doing it, though. What I've seen this year is Goff really needs a competitive game to pop, but it could happen. If the Saints don't get their players back, though, no Olave and no Shahid and all that, I think it's not good. Um, Sam Howell, the opposite side of the Tua game. They're going to be throwing the whole time, so I don't mind a little Sam Howell. He's been very good this year. He's averaging 19.2 FanDuel points per game. And that's already almost 3x his current salary. So he's basically just averaging a score good enough for this. Russell Wilson, I think, is an interesting tournament pivot uh, away from Stroud, just like the other side of this game, but I'd much rather play Stroud. Um, Derek Carr, no. Stafford, no. Minshew, maybe. And then it's just pretty pretty shitty after that. So we're going to start our lineup here with CJ Streasy and move on from there. Let's talk running back. And now I promised you guys a super punt that's going to smash this week and all in play that you can hit the lock button on. And that's what we've got here coming up at running back. Um, so we'll get to him. And it's, it's, it's really the news is Jonathan Taylor is now doubtful. He just had surgery and it does not look like, and he will not play for a few weeks. What does that mean? It means Moss season is back and I'm all about it. Remember what Zach Moss was doing earlier this year when he was getting all the touches, 30, 20, 30, 20, 32 fantasy points, 21, 21, 15. He's 5,600. He only needs 15 points in order to make value. 
that's almost as locked in as anything I've ever really seen in DFS. So this is going to be the play of the week, the play of the year, all in. Um, well, of course, tournaments are always the thing where we have to pay attention to ownership. So, of course, we'll pay attention. If he gets to be 80%, 90% owned, that's not a good situation. But for the most part, Zach Moss allows us to do whatever we want this week at running back on FanDuel and DraftKings. The DraftKings first look was done before the news came out. But he'd be in there, too. Um, all right. Continuing on, Kyron Williams, much much more expensive, not as good of a spot. So, yeah, I'm not chasing last week um, here against Cleveland, priced all the way up. Raheem Mostert also priced a little too high for his workload. But again, there is a, some like go nuclear potential in that game, but it's a little high priced for, for my taste on, on DraftKings, or, or on FanDuel here. Uh, Alvin Kamara, same deal. He's more of a pass catcher, not a touchdown scorer, uh, not enough of a touchdown scorer and in a bad matchup. So that's a no. Um, Henry, he could get there here at 8,200. That's fine. Bijan, just all right. Eckler, wow. He's priced down and, and becomes interesting at 8K. Eckler has been priced kind of next to Christian McCaffrey on FanDuel, on DraftKings, you know, and now he's kind of priced massively below him on FanDuel. So that's really interesting. Dave Montgomery, touchdown guy, but that's a little expensive. Um, Rashad White here at 7,500. He will need to get in the end zone to make value against this price. I don't mind it. Um, I'm going to keep him in mind because I love that matchup. Let's keep going, though. Um, Ramondre, playable. Good matchup. Najee, wow. I, I I don't know what to say. 7,200. That's just surprising. Curious where Warren is. going to prefer Warren because I don't even see him on the screen here. But um, I, don't, I don't get the Najee Harris thing. I don't get it. Uh, De Devin Singletary, D sizzles. Um, he is back in play here against a Denver team. That's been terrible versus the run. So I'm slotting him in for my second spot here, but there are so many other really good running backs that we can target. So I, I need to talk about so many of these guys, right? This is going to make FanDuel fun again. Ma Mafu, Mafa, make, make FanDuel fun again Mfa. all right anyway this week is going to be a lot of fun on FanDuel because all of these bargain running backs allow us to pay for stud wide receivers and that's how you win on FanDuel so um Brian Robinson okay touchdown guy I don't mind it um I do think you know game script is not going to be super favorable to the running back in that one but it's okay D Swizz priced correctly note that De DeAndre Swift is all in the high six K's on, on DraftKings, he's way more expensive than a lot of these running backs. And now he's kind of priced appropriate on FanDuel for this matchup. I don't love it. San Francisco is not a team you want to be running against. Um, Brees Hall, 6,700. Also a much fairer price for Brees Hall this week. Um, I don't mind it one bit. But the guy I'm going to slot in here for this next spot is Javante Williams. He gets a, a spectacular matchup against the Houston run defense. It's good, but not great. And he's getting all the run on Denver. So I like the Javante play here. Um, everybody was excited about Javante against Cleveland last week. Like Cleveland's good uh, defensively. Houston is not as good defensively. So we could play Javante here instead. Jalen Warren, 6,500. I don't mind that spot either. Um, if I'm taking some chances on some things, Ford at 6,400, touchdown guy. He's okay for FanDuel as well. Um, anybody else here of interest? The only other name I'm going to mention 
at running back this week is Jeff Wilson Jr. I think it would be super unique. Now, I don't think we need it because of the Zach Moss play. And I'm not talking about Wilson as a pivot off of Moss. Wilson played all the snaps last week, or, or not all the snaps. He got all the, the RB2 snaps last week for the Dolphins. 11 carries, three receptions. I'm going to contrast that with Raheem Mostert, who, I mean, he got 14. Uh, uh, Wilson Jr. got 14 touches. Mostert got just, I think, one or two more. Or, yeah, he got he got 20 touches, 20 touches, one target. So 14 opportunities versus 21 opportunities. This guy's 8,400. The other guy's 5,600. In what could be a blowout where we could see extra Wilson Jr. So I am mentioning Wilson Jr. so that you remember next week when you're like, I'm not playing that fucking guy. And then you come back next week and Wilson Jr. smashed value. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? I remember, I remember Kevin said that. Kevin should have listened to him. Uh, I'm not saying to load up on him. We got Zach Moss. We got Singletary. We got Javante. We got a bunch of other value spots at running back that make it fun. Um, that the 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 Steelers twins, even Robinson Jr. is okay. Jalen Warren is fine. Ford is an acceptable play. So there are other spots we can go to. Ramondre, Rashad White, tons of running back value in week 13. I got to run to my waivers and try to pick up Moss, see if he's available anywhere this week. Um, all right. Talking wide receiver. We're going to shift over. We've got a CJ Stroud headed lineup. And of course, Tyreek Hill is great. 10K is a lot of salary to pay for Tyreek Hill. But he's making value against. He scores a touchdown most weeks. So he's acceptable there. Um, Keenan, Island, Keenan Allen at 9K acceptable. Amon Ra, 8,500. Okay. AJ Brown, 8,400. So all of these are very much in play. Um, spots here. And I think they're priced correctly. I don't mind any of these. Right? I'm good with all of this. Um, I'd probably like prefer Tyreek if I could choose, but you know, you can't always choose. Mike Evans, not great there. Tank Dell, 8,200. Let's see where Collins is. I know we obviously want to want to mix Stroud in with Dell or Collins. And what one cool thing that I'm seeing going on this week, there's Colin 7,600 versus 82. You know, it's pretty much one or the other. They're basically two of the same thing. So I'm going to plug in Nico here, but it could be either guy. Dell is good. Ayuk is great um, as well this week uh, with built around stacks, a standalone play. The 49ers are going to have to be thrown against the Eagles. So I just see Ayuk having a smash game. Pittman, 10 targets. Uh, Pittman, double digit targets last week. He's, he's fine. He's fine to play again. Look at all these prices though. These guys are pretty priced up again. I'm a value. I'm a bargain hunter when it comes to this stuff. So I'm looking for, you know, places where we can get a little bit of value and, um, we're going to find some of those, but here we go. Debo. So another guy, 7,300 scores, a lot of touchdowns. Good, really good fan play. But, but again, the Eagles are pretty good against the run and kind of Debo does a little bit of running back work. So he's good. He's fine. I'm going to pay attention to Puka and Cup. Even against Cleveland, I think they're uh, acceptable, but not something I'm aggressively looking to target. McLaurin and Pickens, a little expensive for me. Oh, my goodness. Demario Douglas, all the way up at 6,200. Um, Josh Downs, uh, interesting, at 6,100 here, where um, he's coming off of a 13 target. Didn't catch a lot of them, but 13 targets last week, so... 
Um, Josh Downs is interesting at 6,100. Let's see. Jahan Dotson can score a touchdown. I don't mind him um, on this site. Yeah, really interesting the way the wide receiver position is shaken out because you really can't afford... Um, there aren't great picks as we start to go in the very, very inexpensive zone here. I mean, Curtis Samuel, just okay. He's an acceptable punt and so is downs, but it's getting very skinny after this. And about Dotson would be about the last place, but kind of want to build around this concept of this lineup. So let's see where, let's see where Cortland Sutton is relative to all of these guys. If he's going to be too expensive, 69, I can't, I can't justify it. So what we're going to do here is see if I can squeeze in three very expensive wide receivers or touchdown scoring type wide receivers, and we'll see if we can make it work. Um, how about, how about, let's go Dell and Collins, double down. Who are we playing against here? Denver? I don't know about that. Let's jump over to tight end. Actually, defense, tight end, and then we'll figure out what we can do with the last wide receiver spot. So with defense, I just like to go to the cheapest one and work my way up and see if there's a viable defense anywhere here. And I already see one that I think is acceptable Titans. And that's probably going to be my, my pick here, you know, commanders against Ari uh, Miami. Hell no. Arizona at Pittsburgh playable. I don't mind this one either. 3,100. So a couple of cheap ones I think are viable. Carolina is playable. Houston um, at home against Denver is kind of viable too. Saints at home against Detroit, probably not. Rams, viable a lot. Actually, I like these defenses, the way um, FanDuel has them salaried out. Not too bad. Uh, Eagles at home, just okay. Yeah. New England, no. Denver, Houston, no. Cleveland at Rams, maybe. San Francisco at Eagles, probably not. Detroit at New Orleans, probably not. Jets at home, sure, against Atlanta, definitely. Um, Colts at Tennessee, not as good as Tennessee for salary reasons, although playable against Will Levis, of course. Um, Chargers, maybe. Falcons against the Jets, sure, why not? Oh, Jets stink. And so there are some obvious pay-up options here that look decent. I don't really get the Steelers one, but yeah, actually Steelers put up big numbers, so that's okay too. But here we go. We have 6,800 left. We've got quality players all across the board. We got our defense in there really cheap. Let's see what we're doing at tight end. Um, let's see again. We got 6,800. So if I need to go up in salary, I've got to spend less than 6,800. So let's take a look at some of these tight ends. Um, George Kittle stands out, of course, the most in that particular matchup. I think it's a good play. Um, Laporta, 7K, fine. McBride, he's been really good as well, 67. Taysom Hill, fine. Um, Dalton Schultz here, 6,200. You know, yeah, that's fine too, but it's too many pieces from this game. Schultz does not get enough target volume to really justify this kind of a, uh, a price point, you know, two, three, six, 11, five, seven, 10, three, three, seven. It's all over the place with him. You know, if the game goes a certain way though, he will smash for us. Uh, Patty Fryermuth, I think is certainly playable as well. Um, coming off a monster game going up against the Patriots, uh, I'm going up against, um, the Arizona. Not, they haven't been a great team versus tight ends traditionally. So whatever, it doesn't even matter. It's just really the 11 target spike um, that is exciting about him. And just the, the matchup, Arizona. Uh, I would say Njoku's playable as well. 
that might be it though for us. Maybe a little Logan Thomas down here if we really need to save a lot of money. So let's go with Fryermuth and let's see what we can afford with the last wide receiver spot. Takes us up to 7,800. Who do we get there? Uh, 76, 78 with Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Yeah, I mean, either one of these are okay. I, I wouldn't mind getting up to Ayuk or or um, somebody even better. Huh, let's see. Let's see. If we go to Njoku, 5,600. Yeah, we can get Ayuk in there. And that's a pretty, yeah, I, I kind of like this one. Um, you've seen a few different versions of, of, of how a lineup can be put together this week. So in this case, I've got C.J. Stroud. And let's just talk through some of the connections here. I like this lineup. We've got C.J. Stroud going to Dell and Collins double stack. We're bringing it back with Javante Williams from that same game. Now, we could have gone with Cortland Sutton or some other spots for that game. I can even bring two pieces back, but that's who we've got. Um, Javante Williams in there. Uh, from there, one-off piece, Zach Moss just in a smash spot. Another one-off piece, Brandon Ayuk, kind of smash spot. Don't mind upgrading from there if we can, but that's fine to leave in there with Njoku at the tight end position. Now, again, it's really easy to make a few little adjustments, get up to uh, a different wide receiver. We can get up to, um, you know, Amon Ra or even, even Keenan Allen or Tyreek. Tyreek might, might not be able to get there, but A.J. Brown certainly isn't too far off from the Ayuk play and a similar kind of play. So a lot of different ways to approach FanDuel this week. I'm excited. I love that we have effectively a free square in Zach Moss, and I think um, maybe the Jeff Wilson Jr. combo might be super low on that assumes that Devon H hand doesn't play. So we'll keep an eye on that. That's a tournament only kind of approach, but for the most part, even this lineup right here, I don't mind it in any kind of format. I think it's really high floor and um, lots of ceiling there. So hope you enjoyed this one. Let me know who your QB wide receiver stack is for NFL week 13. Just initially, which game are you targeting? Which stack are you looking at? Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. We got DFS content coming all through the week and I will see you guys next time. Good luck.